Hello, my name is Alexander Ferrer, and I'm the Education Coordinator at Youth Employment. Hi, my name is Kelly Otutwama. I'm an Employment Facilitator at Youth Employment Services. Hi, I'm Miriam, the Administration Coordinator at Yes Manitoba. You're listening to The Job Pod with Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about immigration and trying to find a job. I'm going to interview Kelly and my other co-worker, Miriam. So, well, the first question I really have for you, Kelly, today is, well, what is your story about coming to Canada? My story started a couple of years ago back home in West Africa, uh, in the country of Nigeria. So it started with just following my dreams and goals. So I just had this vision, you know, I just thank God for it. But I just had this vision to just go abroad and get a better education and a better life. And I just told my parents, I'm like, look, I'm going to be traveling, (laughs) you know, and they're like, Travel to where? What money, you know? Um, so where are you going to get the money? Who do you know over there? You know, so I had a cousin here. So we just were filling the papers for, uh, for, for admission into the University of Winnipeg. And that was it. Came to Canada, had my undergraduate health sciences. And yeah, here I am today, Youth Employment Facilitator. What's really great about Youth Employment Services is that we don't just provide services to a specific demographic, we offer to all sorts of people, including immigrants. And it actually does help that a couple of our staff, including myself, are immigrants. So that's why I've made this episode to interview a couple of people like our coworker Kelly and Miriam, because she's actually an immigrant as well. So Miriam, what is your story for coming to Canada? Okay, so I never thought I could leave uh, my country where I live most of my life with my family, relatives, and friends. But when the revolution began in Egypt, the country wasn't stable. And, you know, I have two boys. My husband and I were very worried about their future. So we made one of the most difficult decisions in our life, which is uh, immigrating to Canada. At the time, Manitoba opened an immigration program for the first time for skilled workers. And this program is called Exploratory Visit, which allowed immigrants with skilled uh, competencies uh, to visit Manitoba for a period of time up to about a month, ending with an interview with the immigration office in Manitoba here. And they would determine if you got accepted to immigrate to Manitoba or not. So fortunately, we got accepted into this program and we came to Canada in 2015. So what were your biggest barriers to employment when you came here? One of the biggest barriers that I that I faced was identifying with the society. You know, a lot of times people come in and they the first thing you hear is I don't fit in. My language barrier, socially I can't cope. I don't have the right education. I don't have the right connection. You know, how do I get a job? So these were some of the barriers that I had to face. Just getting myself familiar with the land, with the culture. You know, a lot of people come in. They don't want to work on their education. That is a barrier. They don't want to improve their career. They don't want to improve their language. They don't want to improve themselves. You know, that, these are barriers that I, that I personally had to overcome, you know, and just that feeling homesick. I had to overcome being homesick. I had to say, you know what? This is going to be my new adopted country and I, I might as well stay in it. But these barriers that you had, how did you overcome those? First thing, I... One of the things that I had to do was to identify with my faith. As a Christian, I just 
got a, a, a really nice local church where I attended and just got myself with people who would support me, not just spiritually, but also academically and uh, socially. So one of the ways that I went about was, okay, in this land, what it is do I need to become successful? I have to look at those points. Number one, you want to get a job, you need to have work experience. You know, you need to build yourself up. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start from the scratch. So part-time work on the campus, that was a start for me. One of the ways, and also clearing my mind, a lot of times people come in with so much mindset from their country. You don't blame them because that is the way they've been patterned in their country. They come in here and they, it's a cultural shock. So the mindset, a lot of people need to just say, okay, this is Canada. This is how it, it works here. You have to know the system that you are in. So I had to overcome these things, get practical. I needed work. I needed work experience. So I had to go get them. I had to volunteer. So these are the things I had to learn how to volunteer. What is volunteering? I had to figure it out and start volunteering. I have to say, okay, what are my priorities? Is it getting a full-time job? Is it starting a work? So you need to prioritize. So these are some, some of the steps that I took. I have to prioritize and say, okay, what is it? What is my long-term goal? How can I start now in achieving my long-term goal? Starting over in a new country is never easy. You know, I experienced lots of changes and barriers to employment, including, you know, language barriers, lack of recognition of foreign credentials, requirement for Canadian work experience, and lack of for a full understanding of Canadian workplace culture. I remember when I first came to Canada, I was very shy to speak English. I was just scared if I speak English, I will sound silly or wouldn't be understood. So I took English classes, tried to practice speaking English as often as I can. I participated in workshops, expanded my networking by volunteering and making friends with native speakers. I also couldn't find any employment in my first year in Canada. That was because employers uh, still consider Canadian work experience an important factor in the hiring process. Additionally, my educational credential wasn't recognized by employers. They were unfamiliar with the name of the educational institution I graduated from. I graduated from a faculty called uh, Faculty of Alson or Faculty of Languages. Uh, Al Alson in Arabic means tongues. So I have bachelor's degree in Spanish language. Here in Canada, it's called Bachelor of Arts in Spanish. So it's a different name. So sometimes, you know, immigrants need to get a credential evaluation to determine the Canadian equivalent, uh, equivalency of their degree. And I see the best way to overcome the employment barrier is to volunteer a lot to gain the Canadian work experience, which you don't have it as a newcomer. Improve uh, your language, learn new skills, meet new people, and for sure learn more about the Canadian workplace culture because it's totally different culture. What advice would you give to newcomers to Canada in regards to job searching? First thing is understand what the job what the job market is. Okay, you want to get a job. It's not going to be just coming in and knocking on doors. First and foremost, you need a good resume. You need a cover letter. Now, it doesn't matter what experience you, you bring from your home native country. It is needed. 
a good resume and cover letter will also pull some of the skills, soft or hard skills that you bring from your home country. So you need that. You need to get volunteering started. That is your first work experience. Nobody wants to hire someone who has no idea of what customer service is, what being a stock associate is. You need to volunteer. Take the time in a day, in a week, to spend a couple of hours volunteering. You're going to gain soft and hard skills there. What communication is, what interaction is, what a Canadian business structure is. So first and foremost, when you come into a new country like Canada, understand the land where you're in. Get a volunteer experience. Get a resume and a cover letter ready. Keep your, keep your home skills that you've, you've brought in. And you have to be able to go above what people are doing. For instance, cold calls. You know, take your resume and go and go knock at businesses. Are you hiring, please? I am unemployed. I would love to work for you. You have to take such steps. In, and also, one of, one of the things that people need to do is overcome every any cultural or psychological barriers that they may have. Feelings of I'm not I'm not worth it. I can't make it. My English is bad. No, these are barriers that can psychologically weigh someone down. Okay, and you need to also get a, get yourself familiarized with um, support systems that are available in the city. We have the youth employment services. We have the Manitoba Stat, we have the Immigration Center, we have the government support system on 101, 111 Lombard. So these are support services that are put in place to help immigrants. So these are services that are there for youth. The youth employment services is for youth. Other ones are geared towards adults. So go to these organizations and say, okay, I need help. It could be training. You may just need training vocational training, academic training. Some, it could be a career counselor, an employment facilitator who's gonna guide you. Some would just be someone who's gonna point you in the right direction. Sometimes you don't need a job, you just need an upgrade in your education or in your language. So these are some of the, the steps that I would advise new immigrants should undertake. Um, now, Miriam, what are the main differences with trying to find a job in Egypt versus here in Canada? How is the process different? It's different for like in like lots of stuff here. So for example, resume. In Egypt, we have a, a, like different resume. We have like, we should have the picture, date of birth, the religion. So it's like in Canada, you don't mention all this information in your resume. So when I came here to Canada, I didn't know that my resume wasn't like a Canadian resume or like it's and also we call it in Egypt CV. We don't call it resume. So sometimes when people say, yeah, apply with your resume, I, I didn't understand what is resume. I Because we, we call it in Egypt CV. And also like handling interview questions. It's totally different. Like in Egypt, they focus more maybe on the your work experience more than soft skills. But when I had my first interview here in Canada, they asked me lots of questions about my soft skills which I couldn't handle it at the time because I wasn't prepared to answer these questions. And also cover letter. So we have, in Egypt is not very common. Like some companies ask for cover letter, but it's not like for all like jobs in Egypt. So I didn't know what is cover letter when I came to Canada. Hmm. Yeah, so that must have been quite a, 
uh, culture shock, I guess, you know, coming here yeah. in all these different ways. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty fortunate that, like, me moving from another country, very similar to Canada, you experienced culture shock here. Like, what are some things that you have really had to adapt to specifically? Like, what are some cultural things that are different from here versus Nigeria? Cultural shock, uh, number one, how little things that you think, for instance, resume is a big deal to get a job here. Back home, you just need to find somebody within the organization and get word of mouth. You know, word of mouth is still here, though, but here, employers will look at your resume, even mm-hmm. for a few seconds. They will look at it, even if for a few seconds. If it's interesting, they will give you a call or they will put you amongst those to be interviewed. So cultural shock is, oh, my resume needs to be good. That was one. Cultural shock number two, I had to improve my education. I, I came in from a country where I had degrees, right? So there are also immigrants who come in with master's degree, PhD, doctors, engineers, cultural shock. Uh, you have to go back to school and get some training, more training. I have a master's degree. So these are some of the cultural shocks people will come into. What else? Cultural shock could be, oh, you're not going to get a job very soon, you know, and you're going to go, how come? But the jobs are out there. Why is it taking long for me to get a call for an interview? That is a cultural shock. It takes time. You have to be patient. You have to be persistent. That is a cultural. Cultural shock number two could be you have to know the land, the landscape. A lot of people come in here. They don't want to work in a job where they have to take two buses. You're not going to survive. What if you get a job that is one hour away? You have, to, you have to be able to take know your way around the city. A lot of people come in here. They don't want to know the city. They don't want to familiarize themselves with the facilities, the systems, the support system that are in the city. So at the end of the day, they feel isolated. So that was one of the cultural shocks that I had. Like, I really have to know the city. I really have to know people. I have to know the support system that are here. So I have to take my personal effort to just get to know those things. Cultural shock number two could be you're not going to find your native friends or brothers and sisters. I'll say, I'll, give, I'll be more specific. When I came in here, we had lots of Africans in, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is awesome. But I kind of realized where I was going to, there are not going to be a lot of Africans there. That was a cultural shock, like, okay. Uh, when I go for an interview, I'm the only black guy in an mm-hmm. interview of over 20 people. So that was a cultural shock, like, okay, you're going to have to get in and mix up. You know, a lot of people feel so comfortable. Oh, I just want to work within my own group. No, it's not. you are going to have to uh, mix up with the people in the city, wherever you're going to be immigrating to. So these are some of the cultural shocks that I had personally. So what is some advice you would give newcomers coming to Canada in regards to job searching? The most important thing is not to lose your confidence. Make sure to be confident in your education, abilities, and skills. And always be on the lookout for trainings and networking opportunities. And know that there are many different organizations like Yes Manitoba Youth Employment Services available to help you achieve your employment goals. If I knew about YES when I arrived to Manitoba, it would save me a lot of time and effort. I didn't know how to make a resume, what is cover letter. Cover letter is not very common in Egypt. How to handle interview question, 
So make sure to reach out to the available employment service providers in your province and be flexible with your goals. If something didn't work out, it's not the end of the world. Try new things and always have a plan B. I always have plan B in my life. So you may have another passion. It may be in a different career path. As I mentioned, I have bachelor's degree in Spanish, but uh, here in Canada, Spanish is not very popular language. So I try to think of other things that I'm good at. And I, I know that I love working with computers and technology. So I decided to study um, business admin. And here we go. I'm the admin coordinator at TS here now. And finally, I would like to say stay positive and surround yourself with positive people who will support you to achieve your goal. Is there anything you want to add? Just to add a point that people should not be afraid to start from the beginning. A lot of times I see people come in here and they get so upset when they find out they have to start from a, getting a diploma, you know, getting a diploma, getting a, a certificate program. They get upset. Oh, I have a master's degree. Why should I have to do this? Well, if you're going to make it here and that's what it takes, I would advise immigrants, go for it. A lot of people, I see a lot of people feel so ashamed to work as a customer service. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. As long as it puts food on your table, you should not be ashamed. I see a lot of people are ashamed to go to employment services and ask for help. Why should somebody help me with my resume? I can do it myself. You shouldn't be ashamed to ask for services or to ask for help. These are put in place by the government to support immigrants. So a lot of people are ashamed to go apply for funds. Um, they don't want to go to the government buildings to apply for financial aid or academic scholarships. They feel ashamed. Why should I do this? No. These are services that have been put in place for us to you know, tap into and grow. So these are um, some of the things that I would say. And also, I will have to advise um, people to get past racism, right? It's all, it's, it's all over the land. It's all over the world. Get past racism. There are people who want to hire Africans. There are people who want to hire Caucasians. People who want to hire people from America, from Europe, North America. You know, get past racism. You just focus on building yourself. You know, I have never carried myself feeling down. No, you just keep pushing on. If when, when I got um, rejected a number of times by employers, I just said, good, at least they recognize me. So I'm going to use that as an encouragement. So encourage yourself. Don't feel like you're being pushed out because of your skin color or because of your race. No, it's not that. People are going to employ you if you show them that you're the right candidate. Mm -hmm. so these are just some of the things just to encourage people and to keep pushing, keep pushing, you know. Whatever you need to get by, get a part-time job, keep pushing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, I always talk about him every single podcast I've decided, but you know about Uncle Julio, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Uncle Julio did when he was new to, to the United States. He And mm. well, luckily, he had that connection because he, he somehow found out that my dad was also from his home country. So mm. always being consistent and persistent. That's what I always say So about yeah. employment. So. I think there that's an important thing. Even here in this land, you you meet, I've seen a, a number of seniors and they say, look, this is my home. I'm like, wow, your home is beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it took me over 20 years, you know, to get it. But today you see immigrants who come in and in two months, they want to buy a house. 
you know, mm-hmm. in two months, they want to they wanna drive an SUV. You know, it, it, you have to be persistent. You have to just slowly build your way up, but be very hardworking. Today, we talked about immigration and job hunting and the barriers to getting employment as an immigrant. Here at Youth Employment Services, we provide a wide range of services to help you in your job. Resumes, cover letters, and interview prep, and anything related to finding a job in Manitoba. For more information, you can find us at yesmb.ca, and you can find our contact information to book an appointment today. Thank you so much for listening.